My name is Tim Daniel, and welcome, 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 welcome to another fantastic edition of Late Night Reds live on the riverfront. For all this, well, unless you're listening on Monday morning on the podcast feed of choice, then it's, you know, not as live. But still, <laughs> we are live here on the YouTubes and the Facebooks and the Twitters for everyone who tunes in. Um, I'm really excited for this week. Uh, fun week of Reds baseball. A lot to talk about. And I uh, brought in a really good buddy of mine who is making his late night Reds debut with us tonight. Uh, if you follow my basketball show over at the 40 Minutes Basketball Network, you see this guy with me every week. Um, but this is my pal, Ben Brown. Ben, welcome to Late Night Reds, man. Hey, man, I, this is this is nice. I, You know, I, I get to talk basketball a lot, but man, the Reds are my passion. I, I love love Cincinnati Reds baseball. I always tell my wife, like, I'm a, I'm a baseball fan oh, until the Reds are out of the playoffs. So then it's like my, my, my baseball Jones fans, but man, they're playing well. Uh, you know, and I know we'll talk about a lot of the minor leaguers guys and, and seeing where things are going, but I, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. I'm excited. You're here. Uh, so this is going to be fun and folks it's mother's day. So happy mother's day to all the moms out there. Um, and the Mother's Day is the theme of this week's edition of LNR Trivia. All right, folks, this week's LNR Trivia brought to you by, I guess, me. Um, <laughs> so, Ben, I'm sure you remember this game very well as a Reds fan. It is the 11-year anniversary of Joey Votto's Mother's Day spectacular of three home mm-hmm. runs on a Sunday afternoon. It was a rain delay. They started mm-hmm. two hours late against the Washington Nationals. And Joey Votto had two home runs in the first few innings of the game. And then the ninth inning had a walk-off grand slam to take the home to victory and get the 2012 season off back on track. The question, folks, is who were the two pitchers he hit those three home runs off of? They'll be answered. So if the first person answered correctly in the comments, as you know, you win the prize each and every week. Um, so if you look it up, that's fine. I can't stop you. If you knew that off the top of your head, I'd be more impressed than if you looked mm-hmm. it up, honestly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so as always, we always send really cool prizes out, um, and that's there for you. So let's get into some of the conversation for this week. Ben, a good week for the ball club. Um, yes. Let's talk first about, you know, overall, four and two week. You take two out of three from the Mets. You take two out of three from the Marlins. Um we talked about this last week, the dudes that you had to face in these games. So obviously uh, Max Scherzer does get scratched Tuesday. So David Peterson steps in for the Mets. Takes it, you know, takes it on the chin like a guy does who's spot starting. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Mets fight back, make it a really good game. The Reds bullpen shuts the door. Edwin Diaz. I mean, Alexis Diaz. Edwin Diaz is on the Mets. So yeah. Alexis Diaz gets a save. Uh, Wednesday, um, the ageless Justin Verlander does Justin Verlander things, uh, gives up just two hits in the first inning, and yeah. then they don't do anything the rest of the game because he's yeah. incredible. Um, mm. thought, thought they played pretty well, it just happens. Yeah, Wednesday, I was gonna say, yeah, they, they played well, but Justin Verlander is just Justin Verlander, like you said, he's incredible. Yeah, he's the man. Uh, Wednesday, they face off against Kodai Senga, who I'm a huge fan of, um, and get to him early, Spencer Steer homers. Uh, the Reds are also at this point, this is the first of the bullpen days because this is like Luis, it was supposed to be Luis Sessa's start. He got mm-hmm. DFA'd. But on a bullpen day, you give up no runs? Like, yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. It was a good showing for them that day. Yeah. 
You go to Miami. Uh, you take the first one from the Marlins where Jake Fraley. I'm sorry. My apologies. Rake, Rake Fraley. Correct that, Tim. Rake Fraley, baby. Rake Fraley hits two homers, including the go-ahead run after the Marlins took the lead in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, no, I'm sorry. One of the later innings. Uh, but, yeah, hits the, hits the go-ahead home run, and they get that going. Uh, Saturday, they face the defending National League Cy Young winner in Sandy Alcantara and put five on him. Put a five spot on the Cy Young Award winner. Uh, Jess Chisholm obviously gets hurt. That part kind of sucked. Uh, he also hit a tank in this game. Oh, my God, he hit a tank. <laughs> um, but Jake Fraley once again comes through with a huge, huge at-bat in this series. And then today is just one of those days where you tip your cap to the opponent uh, because that kid for the Marlins pitched so well. Uh, I thought cool. Luke Weaver pitched well, too. Uh, just, you know, didn't have enough. Reds lose 3-1 in Miami. Um, but 4-2. You had to use your bullpen a lot. You had two bullpen days in two games. And truthfully, they, they hung on their own. So Derek Law uh, pitched as the opener in a couple games this week, which uh, so like I think uh, Wednesday against the Mets, they gave him like four, 20 pitches. And I think Saturday, I think they also gave him about the same. Um, mm-hmm. Do you like this idea of the opener? I know Tampa Bay did it along for a while with Sergio Romo. And it does obviously help for these guys for in a case like Derek Law where he's going to be facing arbitration. He now has that to his advantage. Um, but it also feels somewhat silly to me that it's like, all right, dude, you're starting to get warmed up for uh, 20 pitches. Yeah, it, it's it's a kind of the gift and the curse. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's a good thing um, where he can get that work. But it's also, like you said, like it, it's 20 pitches. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you get him, you know, you get a good lather going, you get him in there, and then it's – all right, man. Good job. And <laughs> it kind of shuts the door. So I, I don't know. It, it it could be good or bad, but um, uh, it worked out well. It worked out well for us this week. So yeah, absolutely. Um, who's the player so far this season? So just not just this week in general, because this week was a great week, like we talked about. Um, who's the player on the big league roster you've been the most excited about so far this season? About you know what are they fifty games, forty games in? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, and and it's not it's not because it's not because he's not a good player, but uh, I'm just excited to see Nixon Zell play good baseball. Like I, I know, like, uh, you know what I mean. Like like he's one of those guys. He's almost like the young Jay Bruce, where the expectations were so high, and then he like he he had a, a halfway decent year. Kind of he was okay. Then he was injured. But now you can see, like, it's almost like seeing that glimmer of hope. Like, yes, he can be an everyday player. Yes, he can hit the baseball. Yes, he can do all the things that we thought he could do. So, for me, I, I think it's Sinzel. Now, now you know, Rake Fraley, I mean, that's been that's been awesome to watch as well because, I mean, he's been hitting the cover off the ball. But, mm-hmm. boy, to see Sinzel kind of – and I think that we were all kind of texting back and forth uh, in our group chat, like, like – Man, it feels good to see him hit baseball like we know he can and play the game of baseball like we know he can. So, for me, it would be Nick Senzel for sure. Yeah, I think uh, so. You know, he has had three homers. The power seems like it's still kind of coming back a little bit mm-hmm. from uh, the shoulder injury and things like that. Also, today he had that hit, like that line drive up the middle. Um, dude, the bat speed. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Seeing the bat speed again. Yeah. That's, that's fun. That's yeah. fun. Yep. 
Yeah. And yeah. you're like, you're like, gosh dang, like we know he had that. It's good to see it come through and him get the bat through the zone and, and, and be able to do the things that he's able to do. Yeah, that he's been um he's definitely been my favorite player to watch as far as and I think a lot of his sentimental reasons, obviously, for the sake of seeing everything he's gone through to see him, mm-hmm. you know, contribute. Um God, I forgot how good he was as a third baseman because he hasn't played it for years. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, you were drafted in the the second overall pick to play this position, and you're really good at it. Yep. Interesting. So yep. um, not that I thought he was a bad center fielder, but if you can definitely tell, like, he's comfortable at third base again. Yeah. Um, today they moved him to center field in the middle of the game. But um, I'll tell you, man, I think, like, just these young dudes. So uh, Tyler Stevens is having better at bats. I know a lot of people were just crashing on him. He's a tall, giant human. The power mm-hmm. is going to come. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about Tyler Stevens at all. Uh, Jonathan India. <whistles> I talked about this last week with Nate. You know, we keep seeing all these people are like, yeah, but he stinks at defense. He's really bad at defense. It's like, let's appreciate him for what he is. Yeah. And that's a fantastic leadoff hitter who's yep. getting the ball, getting the bat on the ball. Who is who is getting on base? He's taking walks. He's getting things started for this team. Um, you know they are definitely generous to be in the NL Central, where it's not necessarily like you know murderers row, like what the Yankees mm-hmm. are playing in the AL East. Right. Um, but you know, if it's not for what Jonathan India is doing to get, get things going for this lineup, they're not like in the contention right now to potentially win the Central. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, and. And the, and the cool thing about that is, is that he's doing everything that you you ask for a leadoff hitter to do. He's getting on base. He's getting timely hits. He's setting the lineup up. He's got guys behind him who are hitting the ball well. He's doing all those things. Uh, is he going to be a great defensive player? Probably, probably not. Like, but but let's let's not like you said. Let's not harp on those things. Let's let's look at the things he is doing, and that's that's setting the table for the guys that are behind him. And hitting the baseball in a timely manner. So uh, he's Jonathan India is is one of those guys that is going to be. I mean, he's going to be one of the keys to our offense for years to come for sure. Yeah, I think he's making the All Star team this year. Ooh, yeah. I, I mean, who who as far as leadoff hitters hitting better? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, that's what I'm saying. Like, as a leadoff, who's who's. Who's doing better than he is as a leadoff hitter? I mean, it's it's tough. Um, we just got some news. Uh oh. Do you have news music on here? Dun, no, but dun, I need dun, it. Dun. Sydney, good friend Sydney in the chat. Oh, I just saw this. Oh, Matt McLean. <laughs> yeah, Matt McLean is coming up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's go. Oh. oh okay. Baby. Oh my god! Okay. This is fantastic. It ruins a segment later in the show, but <laughs> but oh, oh my, my god. gosh, that is so dope! Oh my god, I'm so that happy. That is so dope. Oh, apparently his mom leaked that he was he got called. Are out. you kidding? <laughs> Shut up, mom! Wait hey, mom. On Mother's Day too. On Mother's Day. Hey, yes. mom, ho, you the real MVP, mom. Yes. You Shut the up, real mom. MVP. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So he's going to be joining awesome. the club in Colorado. Oh, my God. He's making his big league debut in Colorado. He's going yeah. yard. 
He's yes, going yard. Absolutely. Not a question. No doubt yeah. about it. No yeah, doubt about yard. it. Oh my gosh. That is dope. Oh my gosh, that's dope. I'm so happy that I was doing a show when this was that. Shout out Sydney <laughs> for informing us so I can run the Twitter real quick while I'm looking like the news. Yeah. Uh, gosh, Sydney's the goat. Shout out yes. Sydney. Appreciate that's you. Awesome. Oh my god, the vibes are dude, high. That's dope. Oh, I'm so yeah, excited. That, that's do uh, that's dope. Yeah. After the week literally... we after the week we've had, we're playing well. And to have him in our lineup, I, I'm psyched. That's awesome. <laughs> That's oh. awesome. Oh, man. So, I guess, um, folks, if this means what you think it means, it may be the end of Jose Barrero, which is sad for Jose Barrero. So, we got to play it one last time if this is the case. oh man so (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) jose jose it's been real thank you for bringing soul glow back um if this is the news that it is but uh chad the godfather of the riverfront pops in you just missed our overwhelming excitement. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Pat Magooch is showing up, too. My guy, Pat Magooch. What's up? Okay. Guys, Matt McClain is coming Dude, to the Cincinnati so Reds tomorrow. That is tomorrow. so dope. Ooh, maybe. I have a whole I have a whole show planned out. A whole show. And, like, now I'm just going to talk about Matt McClain. Um, you know, Kevin, I don't – I I'm thinking it's either, it's either going to be Barrero or – Newman. Newman um, yeah. I I don't want to say I hope a guy loses his job because that sounds terrible. Right. Um, and I, I truly appreciate Kevin Newman. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like him for just because he's taking that bats away from younger guys. And I get that. Um, but I think in this case, it has to be. Um, you know, last week's show is all about let the kids play, right? So mm-hmm. um, I love, you know, I want Pereira to continue to get a chance to play big league ball. Uh, I would love to see, you know, they're playing in center field now. Um, so I would like to see him get a shot. But, yeah, I mean, Newman is the best case scenario. Uh, or Barrero, like, yeah, like you're right, Kevin. Uh, like you said here, he can be the utility guy. Play infield, play outfield. He can be yeah. your second Nick Senzel. You could have two of those guys. I think you're allowed to have that. I think that's in the Major League Baseball rulebook. You can have guys that can play multiple positions. Yeah. Um, so that'd be like seven it's guys. Actually, on this you know what? Actually, it's kind of good. <laughs> yeah. That's a good problem to have, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so excited that Matt McLean's here. Uh, let's get to some of the conversations in the show real quick before we uh, move on. But So, Ben, one yeah. of the big reasons I wanted you on here because you and I were texting about this, I feel like, for hours yesterday. Uh, but the big league club... It's finally rocking some new unis out there. Yeah, uh, So the Reds are the newest, the latest team to get uh, their installment of these Nike City Connected jerseys. Uh, look, the theme they said was kind of to represent the next generation of Reds fans and kind of going forward, uh, which is cool because it's a team with new vibes and new spice. I love that they said next generation of fans and Joey Votto still got some love. Right, I was going to say, Votto still got love. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So... What do you think, man? I tell you, I uh, 
I love them. I'm not even going to yeah. lie to you. I think that the Cincy on the front is slick. Um, I love the, I love how the numbers look on the back with the red outline. Mm-hmm. Um, really love the, I love the batting helmet. The batting helmet looks cool too. Yeah. And the hat, I'm not in love with it, but it is growing on me. Yeah. I, I had a hard time with the hat only because it almost looks like the Cleveland C. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's my only thing. Now, you know, I, I think that was it. But like you said, I, I think it's something that we will get accustomed to. Um, there's no doubt the jerseys, uh, the the uniform is dope. I mean, it, it, yeah. that, that I mean that black with the red out, outline. Um, I mean, I I mean it's just sick. It's just sick. It, and I can just I can just see it now. You know, night games. That thing is freaking off those lights. Oh, it's going to be so smooth. It's going to be so smooth. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Of, and I, I think it helps because the reds are, you know, they're red, black, and, and white. So, I mean, that team color, anytime you have that team color and you do some kind of study version with it, um, it it's going to be, it's going to be legit. I mean, and that, and they, they hit a home run with those. Those are, those are dope. Yeah. I love them. I think, uh, yeah, I'm with you, Rock. I'm a fan of them as well. Sydney's saying that they're slick and fire. Slick and mm-hmm. fire is quite the combo. I can respect that. Um, yeah, a lot of respect. A lot of respect. Yeah, I think they look great. Um, I think that, you know, the black pants with the red stripe is so smooth. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of that. Uh, the socks look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, Nick, you missed the uh, – have we talked about the news of McLean coming up? Not only have we talked about it, I think uh, if Nate is watching, that's going to be what he clips for socials this week because we've got the news <laughs> broken while we were on air. Um, so if he can't break it, I'll find a way to – if he can't clip it, I'll find a way to clip it. Um, <laughs> I'll get a timestamp for him. Um, but it was awesome. Yeah, Joe, you're, that's what we are talking The batting helmets look sweet. Um, yeah. I thought it's called the batting gloves. They're going to do special colored ones for all the guys who are signed with Nike, which I think is like 60% of the team. So that works out. Um, yeah, man. I know. Uh, I'm, I don't know how you feel. And this isn't like, but we, we have this conversation quite a bit in the, uh, in the, and the Riverfront group text just about like how this team just needs new jerseys. Mm-hmm. I I love I love this team. And this team has had so many great jerseys in my lifetime. So many awesome uniforms. Uh, we talk about, you know, obviously the machine. Uh the 60s, those white pinstripe jerseys were so mm-hmm. cool. Um the 90s, of course, the Deion Sanders, Barry Larkin teams. That road jersey, that road jersey from the 90s had Cincinnati yeah. Cross the gray with the red pinstripes. With the That's red all, yeah. It's an all-timer. Yeah. Um, I don't love what they have right now. I feel like they've kind of become outdated. And I almost kind of feel like they were a downgrade from the Greg Vaughn, Mike Cameron, Ken Griffey Jr. era jerseys. Yeah. Um, it's you know, so I I I I'm ready for something new. I know this is not a full-time jersey. It's only every Friday home game, but it's a start. Yeah, I, I think here here's the thing that that has me excited um, is that it, it's a new uniform usually brings a new attitude. So, like when you know when they switched those jerseys up in the '90s when the Reds won the series, they were in the playoffs. Like 
Like that just changed the perspective of what the Reds kind of had that feeling going. It was more of a of a, a vibe to them. Um, I feel like this is the I th- I feel like this is that kind of feel. We've got a bunch of young talent. Uh, we've got you know we just signed Hunter Green. Uh, Jonathan India is playing well. We're playing well as a team. Matt McClain's coming up. I mean, Did we we've mentioned got Matt whole, McClain's coming yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, we got a whole vibe going, and I and I feel like I feel like when you do that with your uniforms, you're trying to change the perspective and trying to go in that new generation. So I I I I really love what they're doing with these uniforms because they feel they feel new generationish to me. Like they feel like yeah, we're the young. We got young guns. We got young players. And it's got that new generation feel. So yeah, I, I am all down for the City Connect jerseys. I hope they do more type things of alternative jerseys to try to uh, catch that vibe because it, you know I, I think that you know we always talk about the negatives with the team and all the things that are going on and and you know the the city was really down on them for the things that we had happened you know last year if you think but. I think they've got something going with these uniforms. I think the uniform is a vibe. So I hopefully they continue to do that and try to connect with the young people they've got and all the things that they've got going on and really roll this momentum. I mean, it to me, it started with the Viking helmet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the guys sell it, the celebrating this, like those guys really are all in, which is cool. So now you're trying to change the perspective of the team with the city jerseys and things like that and your young talent. It's starting to play well. So, yeah, I, I'm all for it, man. I love it. I love it. So, I think Ben's going to be my new permanent co-host because Matt McClain got called up on his late-night red debut. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so, I might be a good luck charm, you know what I mean? You might have to be here every Sunday until Ellie comes up. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm with it. Uh, Sydney also makes a really good point here. Uh, the move most likely might just be a situation of TJ Friedel going to the IL. He was, you know, he has been, he didn't play during the Marlins series yeah. and moving so whatever the 60 day. Um, so, oh, Sydney also called Ben lucky. She said he's the lucky guy. So hey, I need to go, I need to go buy a lottery ticket. Maybe we can hit the Powerball. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah. So then we got, uh, thank you, Michael. I, I love having people here hanging out on the show. And yeah, Matt McLean is on the way. Um, but we- hey, 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 Tim, Tim, do you hear Matt McLean's coming? Matt McLean's coming. <laughs> Super excited. <laughs> so excited. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about Ellie De La Cruz um, yes. because he did some shit this week that no one's ever uh, seen before. Man, literally done some things no one's ever seen before on a big league. Um. So, Ellie this week in one game had three of the hardest hit balls in baseball. I, I think at one, I think two are the hardest hit baseballs in baseball. Uh, at one hundred eighteen point eight, uh, he had the fastest infield throw at ninety nine point two across the diamond to first base, um, and then of course had the quickest home to third speed, the, the third quickest behind Corbin Carroll and Bobby Wood, who also I don't know if people know this are very fast humans. Yes. So um, to be behind those people is not an insult. No. Um, so I know you're not a guy who, you know, like us, Red, like like ever, these ridiculous Reds fans, nerds like me, 
who are watching minor league baseball now, like a couple nights a week <laughs> and uh, watching, you know, on MLB TV, watching the bats just to see Ellie and these guys. But where are your, um, where's your excitement level? You talked to just a second ago about how much you really like these jerseys are kind of bringing the vibes of a new mm-hmm. era of Reds baseball mm-hmm. um, for someone like you, who's like, you know, these guys, you know, their mm-hmm. names, you know, their talent levels, you know, the excitement for them. I mean, you see their, like their clips on Twitter. You see the, you see the box score, mm-hmm. uh, but you're not watching every night, which is okay. We're not telling right. you have to, uh, where is your excitement level for Ellie? They don't at this point. Um, bro, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like the, the things he's able to do, um, are, are just, they're like, he's got so much special talent. Like, and then you guys don't, people, I don't think people understand, like, he hasn't even put it all together yet. Like, like he is young. Like the thing he, the things he is able to do are just strictly just natural God given ability. Like it's almost like, and and I know, like I said, I always bring up our group chat, but we talked about Ronald Acuna. 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 But, But like, like even when Acuna came up, a lot of that was just natural ability. He is just now starting to put those things together. De La Cruz has a, a, a lot of Acuna Jr. in his game. He's able to hit the ball for power. He can hit the ball for average. Once he learns how to, like you said, I know we talked about getting his strikeouts down a little bit, but that's all a maturity and a learning process. Once he learns how to do that and swing at good pitches, um, you know how hard it is to hit a ball and have an exit velo of 118 miles from both hour. sides of the plate. Yeah, like that's insane. That's insanity. Both or sides throw of a the ball, plate. Or throw a ball across the mound at 100 miles an hour. Like, like those are things that just aren't aren't things that you do because you've worked on your game. Like that's just natural ability to be able to get your hands through the zone and see a ball and turn on a ball so fastly. That like you almost yank it foul, like <laughs> like it's like his natural ability is so crazy, um, but the excitement for him, man, I, like like I said, I I see it, what Acuna Junior has done with with the way he's matured, with the way he picks out pitches now, the way he hits the ball, and I can't be nothing but excited excited for De La Cruz because I see the exact same things in him. Because you know he's he is just now learning the game of baseball. Even though I mean he had a rapid ascension through the minors, he's in Louisville now. But he is just now learning the game. It's almost the same excitement as I had for Hunter Green. Yeah. People like Hunter Green. People were, were upset with him because all oh, he does is throw fastballs. My gosh, you don't understand it, the game of baseball. <laughs> the game of baseball one is extremely hard. Two, you have to master the craft. So once they realize how to master the craft, you're starting to see that from Hunter Green. You're going to see that from De La Cruz. You see that now from Jonathan India. You think of Jonathan India as a rookie to Jonathan India now? Like, that that is a huge difference. So my excitement for De La Cruz, man, like, it, it, it's crazy. Um, like, he's 23. City uh, coming through. He's 23 years old, dude. Like, like, he's just now learning how to play the game, and it's only going to get better. Like you put him in this lineup with the guys that we have now, um, it, it's gonna. I'm telling you, it's gonna be scary hours here in the next next couple of years because these guys are only gonna get better. 
Can you imagine being like poor Jason Vossler, who's like playing first base for the bats? Yeah. And you're like, there's a ground ball hit in the infield. You just got to go yeah. cover the bag. You yep. put your glove up. You see a hundred mile an hour come yeah. at your face. Like, yeah. It's one thing if it's I, in the bat batter's box. It's another if you're like fielding the pl- fielding the ball. <laughs> listen, listen. I'll tell you this, and this is a funny story. So my son is 16. He the last time we he played baseball, he was 14 years old, and and uh, my son. I mean, he's now. I mean, he's six two, about 165, 170. But For those back who don't then, know, Ben's son is a super athlete. He is, yeah, like yeah, he he does he does well. So. But the last time we played toss, he was he was practicing pitches, and he threw a ball, and like I just put my glove down, like I was like, nope, this is it. Like, this is when I stop playing toss with you, like that. Like I'm done. <laughs> I don't. But but people don't realize how hard it is because 99 mile per hour, dude, that ball can tail, it can drop, it can do a lot of things. So yeah, that that ball is moving. So yeah, it, it, it's cool. You know, he's got a lot. He's got a set of cojones on him over there because catching that at a, at 99 is legit. Yeah. And then, um, so yesterday, uh, Ellie had a game where he had three walks. So, yeah, you know, this is, I've said in the past on here that Ellie De La Cruz's ceiling is best player in baseball. Yep. And I know a lot of people think that sounds crazy. I uh, might say, um, you know, especially with, like the talent level we have in baseball right now. I mean, for the love of God, we have a guy who pitches a hundred miles an hour and hits 40 home runs. And he's the same <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, yeah. Also in the American league, mind you, he does that yeah. uh, in the junior circuit. Um, we have, you know, Ronald Acuna jr. Who is just unbelievable. and so fun mm-hmm. to watch. Uh, Fernando Tatis jr. Is back and he's playing really good baseball. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of compared Ellie to him a little bit, though I do think Ellie Ooh. might be a better defender than him. Yeah. Um, so good friend Jordan Schusterman from Cespedes Barbecue. I asked him about um O'Neill Cruz compared to Ellie of uh, the Pirates compared to Ellie De La Cruz. I was like, you know, O'Neill Cruz is phenomenal. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just plays for my least favorite franchise in the world, who's finally coming back to normal. So suck it, Pittsburgh. <laughs> All of you, you we're lying. legit. We're for real. Shut up. Yeah, you real. ain't lying about that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Back yeah. to reality. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I was like, you know, how how would you compare the two? And he said that Ellie has a better feel for hitting than O'Neill Cruz does, and O'Neill Cruz can rake. Yeah. So if like a national expert is telling me that, um, I feel very good. Yeah. On top of what I'm seeing right now, so. That's a pretty, pretty fun feeling. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm stoked and you know, we're all kind of getting to this point now where, so today the bats win, Chucky Robinson hits a walk-off for the, the, the catcher who was part of the big league club last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of getting to this point where these guys are almost, I wouldn't say forcing the, the first forcing the front office's hands to call them up. Um, but we're also kind of getting the situation where these guys are kind of making it more and more personable of like, Hey, do you see what we're doing right now? We're crushing all this, all this We, you know, you have to have a spot for us. Mm-hmm. And um, not even those dudes, but like Andrew Abbott's pitching well, since he got called to Louisville. I know he's had a start here and there where he's kind of in and out. Um, You know, you can't be going through like, 
you know, we talked about the fact they've had all these bullpen people uh, coming in and out these last few mm-hmm. days. And, you know, because they've had like two bullpen days in three games. Yeah. Um, by the way, they won those games, which is mm-hmm. kind of fascinating. But we got to have more situations like this. Wait a minute. Hold on. TJ Hopkins? Okay, what's the TJ Hopkins news, people? I'm recording a show right now. <laughs> you got to tell me what's going on. You can't oh, just uh, drop TJ Hopkins in the comments. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's going on? So is TJ Hopkins now coming up? I'm so confused. Oh, you're saying he's doing really well at Louisville. Okay, I got you. All right, Sydney. Sydney, you had me on a heart attack there. Come on, we can't just drop the name in the chat. This is this is a very important day. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, I was like, Sydney, hey, Sydney is on it. I was gonna say are they yeah. calling your house. Hey Sydney, are they calling your house directly? Like what yeah. <laughs> Sydney, uh Sydney's Sydney's dialed in for sure. Oh yeah. Um, so I found the this was sent to me. Um I can't really. So Matt McLean's mom put this out. Best Mother's Day gift. Welcome to the show. Oh, that is dope. Yeah. I couldn't send it to the feed in time to where I could like post it in the slides. Uh, So you have to get my shitty display from my cell phone. Uh, (laughs) But yeah. And I guess like Carlos just texted me. He's like, is he coming up or not? I'm confused. And I'm like, guys, I'm recording right now. I have no clue. I'm (laughs) I'm depending on all of you right now. Yeah, Yeah, we're relying on you right now. Yeah, so um, this is this is fun though. This is this is great. Um, yeah, Ben, call, make the next decision. Who's coming up next? Are we seeing Edwin Arroyo this year? That's are, great we, are we seeing Noel B. Marte? It actually <laughs> might be. It might not be very good if we see Noel. If we see Edwin Arroyo this year, that might not be yeah. a good sign. Not no, for Edwin, not but just but for the sake of the ball club. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, no, but I I do agree with you on on the on the comment about forcing our the GM's hand with the way they're playing. Um, because here's what happens. Like, you have a lot of young talent, um, and that young talent is hungry. Like, they see that they can help this big league ball club. So, so like, they don't want to wait. Like, they're ready to roll. Like, and I think that that's good pressure. That's the kind of pressure you want in your franchise, right? That's what you want. You want those young guys ready to go, ready to step up. Um, and, and that means that your franchise is in a good position. Even though, you know, we all talked about it a few years ago, we didn't feel that way. It, it's it's starting to make that turn, starting to make, have that feel of where, all right, we've got good prospects in our farm system. We've got guys that are hungry and want to play in the big leagues. We've got young talent up in the big leagues that are doing some really good things. Now, when do we decide to combine the two and bring some of that young talent up and, and get it rolling? You know what I mean? So it's it's a good problem to have. Yeah. Um, Sydney mentioned Cam Collier in the chat. I don't have you seen Cam Collier swing the bat yet? Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. Dude. Okay. Dude. Oh my god. So he's in low A right now with Daytona. He was last year's first round pick. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I knew he, I was gonna say I knew he was a pick of the red. I didn't know where he's in. Is he in single way? Yeah, so he's in low A Daytona right now. So okay. he's ju- like, uh, but like last year in Billings, freaking was like crushing his like short time there. Um, his dad's Luke Collier, so obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. like, so yeah. this year at a uh, Reds Fest, 
they're like, uh, who are you know, they're, they do the whole thing where they have the kids do the Q&A, which is always fun. I always enjoy watching that. And uh, they ask they ask Cam Collier, they're like, who is your favorite player growing up? And he's like, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. I, I idolized him. And then um, John Sadax, of course, host, and he goes, have you met Ken Griffey Jr.? He goes, yeah, I work out with him like every summer. You go, what? Huh? <laughs> what? You're learning to hit from Ken Griffey Jr.? Okay. Okay. Uh, yep. We're, we're doing okay. We're, we yeah. got it. We're all right. You're talking about a kid with bat speed. Oh, my God. That kid's got bat speed. Um, it's it's so funny. Shout out Pat McGooch is always hanging out today. Got to give him the shout out again. Pat's our guy. I listen to the Riverfront every Friday exactly at 7 a.m. every week. And you hang out while on late night Reds every Sunday night at 9 p.m. So we respect you, my friend. Uh, Chad asks, how many home runs will Matt McClain hit off the Yankees this weekend? At least 10. Well, he's going to hit four. And he's going to hit four in Colorado. Yeah. Like guaranteed. Yeah. Um, altitude. Hot bat. Uh, we're about to show you guys the pitchers they're facing in this series, and it's not exactly um, great. Who's the greatest like Rockies pitcher of all time? Ubaldo Jimenez, maybe number one. Like, yeah, I was is Jeff say, Francis yeah, he... number two? Oh, that'd be yeah, probably. Yeah, that's, I was gonna say Ubaldo that's Jimenez. That's not good. Probably... <laughs> <laughs> he's probably yeah, he's probably your best Rockies pitcher. Did you see that thing with Bryce Harper today at the Rockies? Oh man, I, I I caught a glimpse of it. I didn't get to watch the. I didn't watch all of it. It was pretty funny. So <laughs> I guess did like, he just first, come back from Tommy John or something like that? Like yeah, they were talking about playing him at first base for a bit there. Mm. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that happening? Um, N- no. Yeah. So um, I guess I don't. I didn't see what happened, but the bench is clear. And Harper's like, and Moose. First off, Moose is the guy like leading the charge for the Rockies to walk out in case like things get like messy. Mm. Um, and he goes, he goes, you're an effing loser. Your your whole franchise is a bunch of effing losers to the Rockies. And it's Whoa. like, it's like no lies were told in this scenario. So, yeah, jeez. Yeah, except for uh, Drew Stubbs did play for the Rockies. So, you know, we got to make sure Drew Stubbs gets some love here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Favorite guest. Unbelievable episode. Uh, That was fun. Uh, So um, I do have to go and say, so if you missed earlier, the trivia question was, who are the two pitchers? Joey Votto hit his three home runs off of in the Mother's Day Spectacular. They were Edwin Jackson and Henry Rodriguez, which our good friend who has been killing it in the chat today, Sidney Price. First person answer correctly. First person answer correctly. So, Sydney, congratulations. Make sure you DM me your address so I can get you uh, your prize out to you. Um, and that way we can kind of uh, – we'll get you some red swag, obviously, for all your support. By the way, uh, I need to make mention real quick. Uh, if you are not part of the Patreon for Riverfront, check it out. Uh, dude, two bucks a month, and you can hang out with all of us nerds and talk Reds baseball all day on the Slack <laughs> channel. So, what's better than that? Um, and also on riverfrontcincy.com on the shop, uh, our sweet new fancy logo here in the top right above Ben's head. Uh, we now have that t shirt up. So, if anyone wants to go, here. there we go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, if anyone wants to go grab that, 
uh we do have it in white black and red and it looks sweet on a t-shirt um so shout out nate dotson the designer who put that together good brother nate brother of chad dotson so if chad's the godfather i'm thinking of this in sopranos terms because this is what my mm-hmm. wife and i are watching on tv right now what um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. you guys are watching the sopranos oh dude we're 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 deep into sopranos hold on what's what season are you in uh, we're in the la- we're in the first part of the last season because they did it where they split it. Season? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 bro. I am. We are neck deep in this. Oh <laughs> uh, man, uh, it's so good. Um, and so if if Chad would be our Tony Soprano, not that Chad's you know killing people. Correct. Um, yeah. What does that make Nate in this point? Would he be our Christopher Moltisani? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many people know what we're talking about, by the way? <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I'm like doing this spoiler free. And I, I know we're supposed to oh, talk yeah. baseball. So. I was going to say, if you haven't seen The Sopranos, I I, I would apologize. I, I would I would definitely go go do that right now. Chad is Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos. Um, <laughs> also, Chad has an incredible letterbox account. He watches more movies than any human being I've known in my life. So, Oh, there you go. Check that out. All right, so let's talk. Let's get back to the Reds. We'll talk about this week coming up. So, these are the these are the guys Matt McClain's going to be facing this week. Uh, let's start with the Rockies series. We got Hunter Green going against Connor Seabold. Um, Tuesday, you got Ben Lively going against former Red old friend Chase Anderson, Chase Anderson who yeah. was just traded to Tampa Bay a couple weeks ago, and then was now a Rocky. Um, okay, so okay. Chase Anderson. Makes his 2023 debut as a member of the Rockies in Colorado. Um, mm. He will be on the IL for inflated earned run average uh, next week. Yeah, easily. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Next week. Uh, oh, he did pitch for the Rays. Okay. So I did not see that part. Uh, so I am wrong. He did pitch apparently for the Rays. <laughs> I must have missed it. That's silly. Um and then Wednesday, we have Graham Ashcraft going against Austin Gombert, who is uh, rocking that solid 6.3 ERA. So shout mm. out that. Man, that's going to be pretty. Whew. Hunter Green throwing 103 miles an hour in Denver. Guys, look. He's going to give up a homer. Let's just yep. call it what it is. This is yep. going to happen. If he walks out of there with above his ERA is like in the mid fours, it's still a success because it's Colorado. Yep. So if he's not walking guys and he's striking guys out, I'm cool with whatever he does in this start. Mm-hmm. I'm just making sure we get this out of the way now because all these weird people who are like, put him in the bullpen. Like, no, <laughs> no, <sighs> no. I'm just going to get that out of there. Okay. We've had this conversation. Uh, ben Lively, who I thought looked really well in that bullpen, pitched really well in that bullpen game. Cool story. Really cool story. A uh, guy who took, you know, was drafted by the Reds, traded for Marlon Bird to Philadelphia, moved around a little bit, worked his way back up to the to the minors, and going back came, came back to the Reds. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, so glad he gets a couple starts this week. Uh, Graham Ashcraft, I'm excited to see how he bounces back, um, especially pitching there, another young guy. And then Friday, mm-hmm. uh, when they, the Yankees come to town, we got the debut of the City Edition. I'll be at the game if anyone wants to come say hey. I'll be oh, there. Okay. 
yeah, I'll be in the, I'll be hanging out in the fan zone. Actually, I'll be working. So, um, we got Luke Weaver starting for the Reds in that game against Clark Schmidt for the Yankees. Uh, I thought Luke Weaver pitched really good in this two games this week. I thought he looked yeah. definitely the best he's looked as a Red. Uh, I thought today he pitched really well. Um, and then fr- I thought Monday against the Mets, he pitched pretty well for the situation he was in. Um, yeah, I said you're right. He probably will give up three home runs against the Rockies. If they're three solos, though, that's okay. That's still uh, okay. Yeah. And then Saturday, you get Hunter Green against Johnny Brito. So you get Hunter Green against Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Anthony Volpe, Anthony Rizzo, who has been tearing the – who's been crushing yeah. the ball. Um that's going to be fun to see his maturation in that matchup yep. just because, you know, it's probably the best lineup he's going to face. Um, yeah. I can't say that because he'll probably pitch against the Dodgers and the he's in the Braves again this year. So yeah, I, I really love yeah. the Braves actually. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to see that. Like you said, I'm, I'm excited to see how he attacks that lineup and, and you know, puts his pitches together uh, in order to get, get outs and not, not give up walks. Yeah. I, I agree. And then uh, Ben Lively, the Sunday game. So don't forget, uh, Sunday is the 1130 Peacock game. So we will not have John Sadak for that game, unfortunately. Um, so it's Sunday, 1130 a.m. It's the Peacock game. Uh, be Ben Lively starting against Domingo Herman, who is a guy that I've always really liked and thought would just be terrific and has just been really up and down in this big league mm-hmm. career. Um, so we we're talking about this before we came on air. For the Reds' sake, I'm very happy that they're not facing Garrett Cole in this series. As a baseball fan, I'm kind of bummed they're not facing Garrett Cole because watching him pitch is incredible and fun. Um, but also, also the Reds did really well against him during his Pirates tenure. They did. They hit so, him really well. They hit him yeah. really well. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be really unique to see how that goes. But... Um, Domingo. Domingo is uh, going to be the best pitcher you face this week after last week when you went against <laughs> Justin Verlander, Kode Senga, <laughs> and Sandy Alcantara. This week, your best pitcher going against is Domingo Herman. We take that. We will yep. take that. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's going to be a fun week. Um, like I said, it's, it's been a good ball club. The chat is talking about who they should bring in. Uh, and people are what 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 why does anyone have any interest in Madison Bumgarner pitching for the Reds? Why? Uh, why? I don't want it. It's like, a, like a baseball grinch. <laughs> I like that one, Pat Magooch. <laughs> he yeah. is like a baseball grinch. You're that is that is the most accurate statement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Here's an idea. Andrew Abbott. Let's just do it. Give him a start. Let's do it, baby. Let's yeah. start a Yankee game. Come to GABP and pitch against the Yankees. I'm in. I, I would take anything over Madison Bumgarner. I'm not even going to lie. I, I just, I'm not. I I mean, I, I can't say that I've ever really been a fan of his. Um, I'm definitely not a fan now. Just, you know, I just don't think that he's got a, I don't think he has a whole lot left in the tank, and and I just don't think he's a uh, reputable person or teammate. So, why why bring in an old, cantankerous player um, when you have all these young guys that are that you could either fill your roster with or you have on your roster already? Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, all right, so we're going to go round this out with some of the news today, uh, being that Nick Lodolo has been moved to the 15-day IL. Sydney, do not say Mike Miner ever again, all right? We do not <laughs> speak of Mike Miner in this in this in this household <laughs> in this household of the riverfront yeah we do not yeah. speak of that name he's like voldemort he who must not be named <laughs> yep i'd bring back current day homer bailey before mike minor who hasn't pitched in the big leagues in like four years so you know um either had been lively and looked that worked out for four innings last week um <laughs> so Good friend Steve Medusco over at Reds Content Plus just put an article out, I think like an hour or so ago, um, talking about the, you know, Lodola going to the 15-day IL, and the injury he had is looking a lot worse than just a 15-day kind of thing. And David Bell, I think, said today, you know, at best, it's going to be four weeks before he's back on the mound. And um, if they get him in four weeks, I'll be ecstatic. But uh, this is a bummer for sure. Um, it's a guy who I know hasn't pitched very well the last few outings, but you know you can see he's learning big league baseball, mm-hmm. and um, you know he's I'm a huge fan. I think the whole our whole you know fan base is a big fan of this guy. I am very bummed that he's injured. This sucks uh, because you know those big three, him Lodolo, I mean him Ashcraft and Green, yeah. were like the reason to watch the Reds this year. So hopefully speedy recovery hopefully they have him back soon uh making some minor league starts in dayton and Denton, uh, louisville hopefully in the near future to get back going right yeah i i remember when we talked before the season tim and i was like the one guy that i'm really high on is lodolo like i like i really like him i liked i like the way that he you know pitched the bet in baseball games i like the way that he was learning his craft and i really hate to see him go down um I think him, Green, and Ashcraft, I think those three are just so solid. Um, I I think that, uh, you know, I hope that he gets back before that time, but, you know, it kind of is what it is. But um, he's one of those guys that it's going to be – it's going to be one of those things I hope that they're patient with whatever he has and they don't try to rush him back because, you know, he's a big part of our future. Yeah. And I think they're learning a lot from that issue that they've had in the past where they've rushed guys back, whether it's like a pitcher or position player, anything like that. Um, And it's great because I want to see these guys forever and playing for the Reds. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, especially after we went through like, you know, all the guys that pop up in the chat right now, the joke, the, the names we're joking about. Plus like, Jason Marquis started an opening day for the Cincinnati Reds. Can we just mm-hmm. go ahead and make sure? <laughs> Jason Marquis. Okay, if we're building our all-time Rockies rotation, Jason Marquis has to be in there. Yeah, I agree. This is still not good, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious. It's like, Rocky mm-hmm. hitters, you could like build a hell of a line. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Larry, Larry Walker. Walker Dante, Dante Dante Bichette, like you can you can go on and on with hitters. Plus you got a DH now in the National League, like oh yeah, Andres Galarraga, like yep. oh my god, um, Carlos Gonzalez, but oof, oh god. So Matt Kemp as a Rocky is almost as random as Matt Kemp as a Red. As a Red, I was gonna say yeah. I uh, 
I think it was it opening day. I saw a Matt Kemp red jersey, and I was like, "Hold on, you've spent money on this, my friend." Gosh dang, that's like a Jerry Rice Seahawks jersey. Like that's that's wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's more like two because it's like it's not that someone spent money on that because I'm not you know it's Matt Kemp. He was robbed yeah, of an decent, MVP. Decent um, ball player. Yeah, great, great talent for a long mm-hmm. for a short time there. But it was more that it was available for purchase that I was <laughs> right. <kind of> surprised by. <laughs> right. <laughs> that it was like that, like majestic, you know, putting in the time frame. This was 2019, of course. So last year they had the license. The majestic mm-hmm. was like, Reds fans, we'll bring you your Yasiel Puig. But we're also going to bring you Matt Kemp jerseys. <laughs> and someone was like, I will take those. Hard earn, hard earned money. Yeah, what a weird, like... what a weird trade in hindsight. Just a weird trade. Mm-hmm. Especially now the farm dog's not with the big with the Reds anymore. Now that he's yeah. in Minnesota. By the way, super stoked that he's back. I saw he had a homer the other day. That was awesome. Good for him. Uh, man, what he went through that was scary. Just yeah. Like, so happy for him. Yeah. Um. I better end this before we keep rambling because this is a really, really, really fun episode. And I've, I've had a blast. Um, let's give Sydney Price some credit again for holding the chat down with some big Absolutely. news this week. Absolutely. Um, crushing a segment for me. I just went ahead and like didn't even have to do a whole segment because we just had to talk about it then and there. So I'm excited for that. Um now, all I want, so if Matt McClain and Ellie come back, all I want at this point, guys, is just bring me another one last Joey Votto run. Just one last beautiful Joey Votto, majestic, go off into the sunset run. If this is include, and in fact, what we're, some that think it is, is the end. I need, I need, need, need some Joey Votto and Christian Carnacion yeah. Strand and Matt McClain and Ellie De La Cruz. Uh, so this is going to yeah. be, this is all we need from there. Yeah, if this is OL, if this is OLR for Joey Votto, man, we he needs to get some of these young guys and be able to play with them for this last ride. Because if this is it, I you know, I I think for him he he deserves that. You know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. Well, Ben, thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate you. Uh, don't forget to check out all of our shows on the Riverfront. So Chad and Nate go lot go on your podcast feed every Friday morning. Uh, you can also check out the Riverfront Bengals show with Joe Farfsing and Greg Deeman uh, holding that down for us every week as well, giving you your latest Bengals news. So everyone have a good night. We'll see you next week and go Reds. Enjoy the week. Thank you for having me.